you're listening to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and I believe that every one of you has a wealth of potential just waiting to come out. And I'm here to help you reach that potential. So now, here's the Aim to Win podcast. Welcome to the Aim to Win podcast. I'm Wade Thomas, and today I want to talk about the year that was 2020 and what an interesting year it was. I want to talk today about my reflections, my learnings from such a tremendous year. First of all, uncertainty. Now, uncertainty and ambiguity has been part of life forever, really. It's been really the case in the business world for quite some time. But if ever there was a year that really highlighted this, it was 2020. And one thing that really just showed to me during 2020 is you have to be, you have to learn to become comfortable with uncertainty. I had to do it in my own personal life. There was a lot of different things that went on, both personally and professionally, business-wise, that we just didn't know. And those that just could not wrap their arms around that and could not get comfortable with it really struggled. And so one of the learnings that you know really came to me hard in 2020 was you have to be comfortable with it. You have to embrace this uncertainty. And you have to be able to move forward and always move forward because uncertainty is something that's going to be with us for a long time, even once we get through 2020. Second big lesson was the importance of agility. I really saw this uh, early in this year with small businesses in particular. Things changed. Plans changed. I know I had one set of plans going into my business, and come March, they were all thrown out the window. And so the ability to be agile, the ability to change and stop on a dime and course correct became so important. And we've all seen this. We all saw this with restaurants, retail, small businesses around. You know, those that were agile enough, those restaurants that were able to make the transition to takeout, were able to drop their costs down, were able to come up with other solutions, were really the ones that were successful. The ones that weren't able to be that agile really struggled. And and that was really played itself out throughout the small business world in particular, and even a lot of large corporations. Really, in 2020, the ability to be agile, that was the difference between those that were thriving and those businesses that were disappearing. So the big takeaway for me there is, and again, this is another one of those things that isn't going to get less important with time. It's going to continue to be important. And so learning to be agile and building your business around that concept is a big lesson learned for me in 2020. And I hope for most of you listening out there as well. Um, the third thing, and, and this was this is a tough one, and it was, a, it was a tough year for me personally in 2020. But somewhere in the, uh, in the middle of the year, I lost a really good friend. I had a really good friend pass away, and, you know, that really brought about a lot of perspective. Because no matter how much business was struggling, no matter how hard it was to deal with children in online schools, how hard it was to have to wear a mask, or to not even be able to go out and get your hair cut and things like that like we dealt with earlier. All that pales in perspective when you really take a look at, you know, what some people had to go through. You know, people that lost family members, people that lost close friends, people that didn't make it through. You know, things could have been much worse. And, you know, it was really a sad event for myself and for those around me when my friend passed away. But it was also a chance to really step back and look at life and, and really take it in from perspective. Another big learning that was really prevalent throughout this year 
is the need for leaders to step up. Leaders in a time of any crisis, and especially this year, they need to be that beacon. They need to be that light that shows their followers, that shows people around them where to go and how to get out of it. And <clears throat> the sad thing is this year is this was kind of a negative, it's kind of a, a lesson in reverse because if you look at the top levels of leadership, uh, particularly, particularly in governments and in places like that, there was, a, there was a failure. It was very much a disappointment. There was a lot of confusion. There wasn't much transparency. There was overconfidence in some cases, lack of confidence in others. And it just really illustrated the power of leadership and how important it is in times like this. Leaders need to be transparent and confident and need to be able to show the way out for the people that follow them. And I'm not saying all leaders struggled this disrespect. There were a lot of leaders, particularly corporate leaders, that were really able to step up and handle these things and be that beacon for people. And this year, though, when you look at both the good and the bad examples, it was really a year that illustrated that in a time of crisis, that's the time where leaders can really make a difference. Another big lesson from 2020, the need for unity. It never has it been more clear how many forces of division are out there in our nation. And again, this is another form of disappointment. Media was disappointing here. You know, you had media that was showing one side of the story that was very much a negative influence, was very much divisive, was pitting people against each other. Social media in particular, you couldn't go on Facebook without seeing, you know, division and divisiveness and people taking shots at each other and not being very civil at all. Very disappointing in all forms of media this year. And, and again, here's another example where leadership had a chance to step up. Leadership really has a chance to step up and unify. And at the very top levels of our government, they did nothing but divide. And that's the case with both sides, no matter what your political bent is. It was just very much a year of division. And in a year like this is the year where you need unity the most. And, and we really failed on that. And, you know, and I, I see it across, really across society. And again, you can see it with the people you talk to. You can see it in the social media. You see it everywhere. People are forced this year to one side or another. You know, whether it be social justice, whether it be you know, how you respond to COVID-19, whether it be whether you're wearing a mask or not, whatever it was, there was no middle ground. It was one side or the other, and it was just very disruptive. And in a time of crisis, you know, that, that unity is so much more important than any other time. So, you know, a huge learning from 2020 is we have to find a way to unify. Another thing just right along with that is the importance of a positive mindset. And that, this was hard this year. This was hard for me on, on a lot of different levels. You know, there was so much negative energy flowing from every single direction, some of which I've talked about. Um, and the, really the difference came to me this year was when I was able to put that aside and was really able to get focused around positive mindset. And this was hard. You know, you could not read news anywhere and easily find a positive story. And there were positive stories out there. I know I looked and I did find them, but they're very hard to find. You know, all we are is surrounded by negativity. And one thing that 2020 really showed me is the need to balance out what is coming in, what gets into your head. You know, 
make sure it's not all negative energy. You know, having that positive energy really gives you the resilience to bounce back from the kind of year that we just experienced, and no doubt the kind of year that we will experience again. If one thing history shows us is these years happen from time to time, and you know, we need to be able to confront them with a positive mindset. <clears throat> you know, another big learning for me you know, on, on a personal level is uh, you really have to gain your strength from the inside. And you know, a lot of times we tend to try to rely on other people to give us strength or give us happiness. Or rely on circumstances. You know, we, we need we need to have a good economy to be happy. You know, lifestyle. You know, we need to have the big house. We need to have everything we want. And you know, 2020, I think for a lot of people, showed just how fluid things like circumstances, lifestyle can be. Things can change on a dime. If you're not pulling your strength from inside you, you're really putting it out there at risk. You're really putting that your happiness, putting your joy, putting your ability to function in the hands of things that are outside your control. So 2020 really taught me that you really got to get your strength from the inside. Along those same lines, you know, 2020 was really a good year to show that you need to be true to your vision. You know, you need to stay the course. You can't panic. You know, there was a lot of temptation, and I'm sure a lot of people dealt with this, especially early on in a pandemic, to just throw it all away and go hide, start from scratch, give up the small business you're running, go back into the corporate world, give up the corporate job, go into small business, whatever it might be. And the people that were really made it through in a good, strong way were the people that were able to stay the course, that knew what they wanted, they didn't sell out, they didn't give up. You know, the people that can really focus and lock in on <clears throat> what it is that they want from life and stay to that, understanding that there might be changes in your route, you know, but the destination doesn't change. So you know where you're headed. You may have to take some side roads, some detours. You know, this year we saw a lot of traffic and, uh, and roads under construction, things like that. But staying the course and not giving up is such a, a powerful lesson coming out of 2020. You know, another thing, and I think this was the case for a lot of different people, but 2020 was really a great opportunity to stretch. It was a great opportunity to new, learn new things. It was a great opportunity to meet new people, to try new activities. You know, you really had, you know, a little bit of a breather for a lot of us that really allowed us to kind of push outside the comfort zone. And this was, you know, really kind of a big thing on a personal level for me was to really get out there, to meet the new people, to try out new things, to get involved in areas I've never gotten involved in. And, you know, really taking the opportunity to stretch allowed me to really become, you know, a more well-rounded person coming into 2021. And finally, you know, probably my biggest learning for 2020, my, the biggest thing that just kind of hit me really hard throughout the year is the need for compassion and empathy in everything that we do. And, and this has always been my belief. This is how I've based my leadership style for the better part of 30 years. This is the way I've always done it, but it has really been illustrated so perfectly this year. If you bring compassion and empathy to the table, 
you know, across the board, whether it be across the board in your organization, whether it's across the board in, you know, your friend circle, your family, or whether it's across the board in society. If you're really able to bring that compassion, empathy as a, as a group, so many of the issues that we are confronted with go away. You know, inclusion is no longer an issue if you have compassion and empathy towards everybody equally. You know, social justice is, is a moot point. When you have compassion and empathy across the board, social justice naturally follows. You know, COVID, the COVID pandemic would have been handled much better if there was compassion and empathy across the board for everybody. We must do this. That was the lesson for me. The biggest lesson coming out of 2020 is we have to do this. We have to do this as people. We have to do this as business. And we have to do this as society. So 2020 was not just a year of learning. 2020 also brought some blessings. You know, it brought some blessings to me. It was just a, a great time um, to really be able to reflect on family and friends and the importance that they carried on in my life. You know, as, as you run through year after year of just business, busyness, you know, oftentimes you forget. You lose track of the family and the friends. And 2020 was just a great year to slow down, take that breather, rebuild some of those relationships, strengthen others. It was just, you know, a true blessing to have that time. You know, one of the things that just caught my attention, you know, in the spring and summer is I was able to eat family. I was able to eat family dinners every night. You know, I hadn't done that in years between my schedule, the children's schedules, whatever that might be. And it really was able to bring us together closer as a family and a true blessing in 2020. And the other blessing you know, right along with that was the opportunity to really spend time with me, to spend time with myself, to have that introspection, to slow down and think about who I am as a person and who I want to be and what changes do I need to make to actually get there. And the power of that introspection was just so great. It's such a great opportunity. So the bottom line, you know, as I, as I look back on 2020 and, you know, you hear a lot about, thank goodness 2020 is over and can't wait for the next year. But I'm choosing to take a different approach on that. You know, I'm preferring and I'm choosing to look at 2020 as a gift, a gift that I will cherish for the rest of my life. So that's all for the Aim to Win podcast today. I do ask that you subscribe to the Aim to Win podcast and also follow me on Instagram at underscore Wade underscore Thomas. Until next time, go and make it happen. One more thing. You know, when I first launched my business, it was a lonely place. I was used to the hustle and bustle of the corporate environment, people in the hallways, the opportunity to bounce ideas around, even a boss keeping me accountable. But as an entrepreneur, I had none of that. It felt very lonely. My ideas had no sounding board. It was hard to stay motivated and on track. Fast forward. It changed. And it became much better because of one simple thing, community. I no longer had to go it alone. I had thought partners with new ideas, sounding boards, people to help keep me on track. If you can relate to where I was before and you want to change and get to the place that I've gotten to, it can happen through joining a mastermind group. And I've been where you are. I've experienced the life of the startup entrepreneur. That is why I started the Aim to Win Mastermind program. Now you too can benefit from a community of your peers. 
In the Aim to Win Mastermind Group, you will form deep and lasting relationships. You'll be inspired and motivated by high-caliber peers. You'll have natural accountability partners to keep you on track. You'll benefit from high-level coaching and mentoring with impactful, actionable advice. And you'll experience collaboration and networking at a whole new level. So what are you waiting for? Join now. Go to wadeathomas.com. Thomas slash mastermindgroup.com.